Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Self-Evident Podcast. It is podcast number 51. We are killing it, y'all. It's going to be amazing. 51. <laughs> We're almost at 52. You know what that means. 53 is after that. Ah, <laughs> we've been doing this for a year, man. A year. A year. A year in, man. Podcast is uh, uh, really hard to do, actually. Sometimes it's not hard to do as far as doing it. Uh, researching, trying to find the time because we both yeah. work full time, um, both ministries, and then trying to do the podcast. It's kind of like, and he does uh, a lot of different other projects on the side, just as much as I do. So it's really difficult to do all this all the time, but we love doing it. So, Podcast 51. Actually, we tried to do this several days ago. We were about a half hour in and we were rolling, man. <laughs> it was going We well. were rolling. And then all of a sudden, I realized, wait, his channel isn't working. There's no mic on the mic. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And so we both threw our headphones down and said, forget it. And we're going home. And we went home. <laughs> we, went home. <laughs> we went home. And we came back a couple of days yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. It gave us a little bit of a respite. We probably shouldn't have stopped, so, but we did. So you may notice that it came out a little bit late. Yeah, that yeah. is and, the excuse for why it came out a and, little bit and, late. And, but thank you for tuning in anyways. Thank you guys yeah. for all the love and the support. Guys, if you guys love this video... Uh, subscribe and share. And as a matter of fact, you should do more than that. Subscribe, share, support. Go on theselfevidenttruth.com. Support us, man. We could use it. We've got a lot of stuff going on. we got the October 12th event coming up. Yes, uh, Government versus God conference, which is going to be fun. Uh, four different events are going on. We're going to be talking about the, the First Amendment. We're going to talk talking about the faith of the founders, what faith established America. Uh, talking about the, the authority of the Supreme Court. What authority does it have? It doesn't, actually. And uh, the fourth topic is socialism versus Christianity. So we're going to be talking a lot about... You know, there's a difference between it was Ali Stuckley. Did you hear that one where she said, uh, unfortunately, and she goes, and fortunately that the Holy Spirit is not Bernie Sanders. So it was really good what she said. It was like, oh, you know, <laughs> like she took a shot. She's right. And 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 those clips are, are worth it to share. And, yeah. you know, I love people like that that are standing up for the gospel of Christ and they're actually taking the word serious. And, you know, they're not bowing down to yeah. dictates and edicts and they're not. Uh, wishy washy. They do study and show themselves approved. And it's really cool. So that way we can defend the faith. Truly. Right? And if you have any questions about that, you're interested, we do have the promo up on our YouTube channel. I will Look make sure that guy. the end card has a link for you. I'll actually put one in the suggestion box right now. So I hope I pointed to the right I side. I like it. We'll see. I like it. This and side, that side, both sides. You know, guys, also Mike's going to be in Ohio here at the end of October, which is exciting. So you better be there. Yeah, better be there. All of our Ohio folks that do attend these events... Come on, listen to this dude, man. He's got some good stuff to say, and he's joining the self-evident team. We're growing little by little, piece by piece, and it's really exciting. Uh, and and you know what's crazy? I thought this was going to go differently. If you'd asked me a year and a half ago, <laughs> right? Like, remember, yep. you'd ask me, like, what do you, what's the vision of self-evident? I'm like, man, we're going to have three national speakers, two international ones talking about freedom and liberty. And he's taking me out of the mix almost and let you yeah. guys and, you know, a couple others come on and kind of do what they're doing. And it's kind of cool to see, and and, and we're, we're, we're working through it. It's not easy uh, doing this, so your financial support is always uh, appreciated. Please do that. I know we're spending a lot of time on this, but, guys, we need help. I'm really tired. And, and I was talking to my wife, and if you guys could hear me out in my venting here, uh, I don't know if I'm going to leave this in or not, but I probably will. I'm really sick and tired of chasing money. Yeah. And people are like, well, if you have to chase it, it ain't the Lord. No, that's crap. People just don't know to give sometimes. But I really hate chasing people or... I should say I hate fundraising. I am not. I'm good at it, but I hate doing it. I hate it because it's like I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on the gospel. And then some of you will say, well, if you focus on the gospel, God will take care of it. He has. And when he supplied all of our needs and we're right at the line. 
but I'm tired of being at the line. I want us to have abundance to grow so we can continue to grow. Not that we're always looking from faith to faith, that we're actually sustained. And I'm believing God for that. I'm believing God that, you know, we can have money in the bank to do these projects like film October 12th and have that available. So we're not bothering donors and that uh, the people that actually have capital will see what we're doing. And we're unique. We're not the same kind of group. We're not just talking about conservative values and going to these uh, Republican conventions and all these things. We don't do that stuff. We go to the schools. We go to the colleges. You know, we go to places where people aren't going to get the vote out there to teach them about constitutional ethic. Like Chris Ann Hall, you know, dude, that to me, you know, you may not like her and that's okay. You know, but I'm saying at least she's standing. I have nothing against her. At least she's standing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at, at least groups like Bill Fetter and these guys, they're standing. You know, they may not be popular. They're not always on Fox News, which we, we're not, and I don't care. But I'm asking for your financial support to help this ministry. And maybe we'll just make this a separate clip. We need help. And uh, if you guys want to support, you have to go online and, and, and really help us in these efforts. we got a lot of stuff coming up that we need help for. Just product alone costs us money. Yeah. You know, so go ahead. And, and at the very least, please click the subscribe button. I know every channel good, tends good to call. do that on YouTube. Um, and it, it gets cliche when people say card. it. But that's the but, calling card. That's and, and the reason we want subscribers is there. So if you don't know how a YouTube channel works, you actually have to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 viewed hours in 12-month period in order to be able to monetize your videos. So if if you're like, man, I don't have the money to donate, whatever, that's fine. At least just click the subscribe button. And share it. And share it. Help us get to 1,000 so that way we can start monetizing these videos and we can start doing more right. with our YouTube content. We and can start doing more on the on the side. Yeah, let's take it a step further. Businesses who want to sponsor us and, and bless us to go out there. Dude, yeah. we will promote you like none other. You know, we will. Everywhere I go, I talk about people who support, and I love people that support this because you're giving to, to you're giving to something that's gospel spreading. It's not just talking about America. What made America great? Yeah. It's foundations, man. The Lord, God, our states acknowledge that, that he was the giver of rights. Well, how are they going to know that if we ain't preaching the gospel? You know what I mean? We got to talk about it. So we do that. And that's what your money's going to is spreading the gospel, man. Guys, I think I said it. Well, we, I didn't get a chance to say it when I was in Colorado. Uh, there was, I was at a public school. It was like a charter school, but it was publicly funded and they were doing public school things, you know, and yeah. teaching and stuff. So it was, it was, uh, it was really odd. And, and they were like, you know, we need to see your slideshows. And I was like, cool. I don't, you know, I don't care. Well, the slideshow didn't end up working. Some, for some reason it wouldn't go through. So, uh, what had happened was I've already memorized this stuff a hundred times over. So I was talking about the pursuit of happiness because one of their virtue or one of their, um, What's their like symbols is virtue. So I was like, well, let's talk about that. What did the founders say about virtue? Because they brought me in to talk about history. Yeah. I started talking about Benjamin Franklin when he talked about virtue and excellence, talked about the pursuit of happiness, what the what the word happiness means in the Greek, eudaimonia, where did it come from? You know, and all you know, all the stuff means yeah. and happiness meaning per, virtue excellence in, in the 1828, all these things. But I started talking about morality. And when we did a question and answer with 500 kids, I, I'll put we'll put pictures up. Dude, there was question after question after question about where morality comes from, where virtue comes from. And I got to share my story and testimony and how Christ changed me. One kid asked me, hey, man, I got friends that are on the verge of suicide like you were. How did you get out of it? I got to tell him, you know, it was G literally was. It's not cliche. It was Jesus Christ. I went through the whole story. After that, and a couple of atheist kids came up to me, and the principal let me have a room with them for 45 minutes. And there were five kids in the room, and we got to witness to them for 45 minutes, answering all their objections. And then I started to pray with them. I started to, like, talk to them about 
the gospel yeah. and that gospel didn't make me moral. It made me holy. You know, all these things. That's what your money's going to. Do you realize that we get the opportunity to do this in a public school where people are afraid to go on and talk about the, I'm not. I don't care. I don't care. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to respect people, but I don't care because these kids need it. That is sometimes with kids, man, you only got one shot at them. One shot. You got one shot at a kid to actually make a difference in their life. That's why we're doing this. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. Why, do, why waste my time doing a, a, a four-lecture conference? You know why? Because we lack knowledge. So in order to destroy that, we have to give them knowledge. Yep. To, to tear down the foundations, the, 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 what, what did uh, he tell get into? Tear down, tear down your father's altars. Well, we got to tear down our father's altars, dude. People that have built up things in the past that aren't constitutional, that are not American, they're ungodly. We got to tear them down. How do we do that? Through spiritual knowledge. Well, how do we do that? We teach, we learn, we go back in history, and we, you know what I mean? And I was shocked to find this out. Did you know that in high schools today, less than 20% of kids actually know enough to hold their own about American history? I found out some of these stats. I can go through them real quick. Uh, it's it's pretty, fun, pretty crazy. Less than 20% of high school students are proficient in American history. 20%. Is it any wonder that they like socialism? That they think socialism is a good thing? No. Right? Or uh, 43% of Americans now believe socialism is a good thing because they said Scandinavian countries have made it successful. You talked about this before, remember? Yeah. Um, uh, only 21 out of 50 states have a statewide social studies or history exam that are issued more than once throughout the child's preliminary or secondary education. Is it any wonder that we're beating them up politically and that political shifts have been changing the way they have? We're not teaching them what the, the pitfalls of what happened. I was uh, on the radio the other day, bro. I'm just rambling. I'm sorry. But I'm just, I'm going. You can stop me at any time, man, and, and jump in. Do what was, you need to do. I was on the radio on Wednesday, and, and I was talking about uh, uh, Connecticut's first constitution. It was the first constitution yeah. in America, the Connecticut State Constitution, uh, taken from a sermon by Reverend Thomas Hooker, right? And it was uh, uh, the, the, the consent, uh, 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 what is it? So the sermon was basically titled uh, The Authority of, of, of Law Basically is Laid in the Free Consent of the People. So yeah. basically the authority comes from the free consent of the people. And that was a sermon preached by Reverend Thomas Hooker, right? And that's how they wrote that constitution. They took it from that sermon, right? And I'm thinking to myself, why wouldn't public schools teach that? That's a pretty foundational thing to teach. That it was revered that much to, to make a constitution that established a state which, you know what I mean? Which, Why would they teach that? Which becomes the the bedrock and the beginning foundation of the oh, national dude. constitution. Yeah, you know? and uh, there's there's two possibilities of why that's not talked about. Either because people don't know it, and so it becomes just yes. ethereal, you know, off in the void, or ethereal, or it they're doing it because they know the truth that it gives. Now a lot of people will yep. will give that intention to them. I I like the idea of don't subscribe uh, evil intent to what could be ignorance given to ignorance. Oh, I, I think it, I, I think it's more just ignorance. So people don't know this information, right? You know, it, do, do do you think that that though? You, I believe you're right in the teacher's case when it yeah. comes down to curriculums written. And, and you know what I mean? Coming down from the from the government and what they approve. Do you think that that is? So what I, I'm saying I, is I know I the teachers you. may be ignorant. Yeah. I, I believe you. I hear you. But there's obviously an agenda to erode history. I think so. And I, I think one of the things is it it becomes pervasive 
And so the cycle just continues itself. Okay. You know, so when you go from addition to addition, you're not changing much. You know, college students can attest to this. How much really changes in a book from one year to the next? Not a whole lot. So I kind of wonder if it was something that got left out, whether on purpose or not. Right. It, you know, especially somebody like Howard Zinn, which if, if you haven't looked him up, he's a very, very like progressive socialist hates America type historian. So what how, what lens does he look at America through? Right. Very negative lens. So he's not going to put something that talks about the first constitution written in the colonies or anything that I'm, it using a sermon. He's not going to talk about right. that. Or he's know? not going to talk about anything that America's benefit like help benefit and bring benefit Precisely. to, right? And and th- so as people create these curriculums if they're not based in the Christian heritage or or the true foundations of America, they don't even mess with that stuff and teach that you, stuff. You, you notice you know? that that kid that uh, the the I can't remember his name the the young man that forgave the cop who shot his brother. Yeah, uh, I can't remember his I, name. I, I can't uh, do uh, it offhand either. It was, it's an it's a different name. His brother was uh, was a different name, but I can't remember the and and maybe you could put the article up in the corner. But it's funny because. When he started talking about, you know, forgiveness and all these things and, you know, all that stuff, I noticed that the media didn't fully report what he said. They were like, man forgives woman for killing brother. And they went so far, but they wouldn't say, you know, man offers the gospel yeah. to the woman as redemption. And that's happened several times. Oh, where my gosh. It was, it was very, very God-fearing, Christ-loving people who make this pronouncement of forgiveness yeah, and look at it that gets good reported deed. on and it's just like oh look so-and-so forgave so-and-so ain't, yeah. th- ain't beautiful. that nice yeah beautiful isn't it and and i i agree with you that that's a real issue of no let's tell the full story yeah dude Th- it was their faith that informed them to make this decision that's right and give this forgiveness where did his forgiveness come from why was yeah. he even talking about it you know what i mean like it's hard for me to believe that someone would just forgive someone just because yeah Right. Because every man has a natural justice in his heart. Yeah. And so once we've been violated, we want to go and attack. And yet the gospel is so contrary to that. If you've been attacked, pray for those who persecute you and despitefully use you and curse you. The Bible says pray for those who curse you. Yeah. That's a, that's an antithetical thing to the flesh. It's I'm I'm glad you brought this up because I was listening to the radio today and they were talking about this event. Mm, yeah. And it was. Now that you point out that the news articles kind of stopped short of saying like the, the gospel, the, the gospel. It's only was the Christian given, groups writing Christian about it. That was that was making forgiveness. It's just talked about as somebody gives forgiveness to somebody else, and they were trying to, you know, these guys aren't Christians, so they're trying to weigh out why did this person say forgive you? And one guy he basically came up with the theory of well, it it makes you feel better about the whole situation. It was almost like a it's a emotional mental trick to make you feel better yeah. so you don't stay bitter. <sighs> but you're missing it. Yeah. <laughs> you're 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 missing the point here. Yeah. Forgiveness is to release you. Absolutely. From that burden of From, of, of unforgiveness yeah. and bitterness and Yeah, because otherwise it just drives you nuts and it pulls you down. And dude, look what he said to her. Cause I want you to continue with that yeah. thought. Look what he said to her. He said, My brother would want what was best for you. Listen to that. Yeah. My brother would want you to receive Christ, he said. He'd want you to receive Christ. 
That would be what I would tell you to do, he said. Bro, you how did you skip that? Like, yeah. you couldn't put that in the title? Man says brother would want her to receive Jesus as her savior. That's a that's a headline. And that's that is the power of Christ. That's why the, they have the, to suppress it. The yeah, and the the ingredient of Christ is so vital to that situation because without Christ, it becomes well, it's it's for my betterment. Yeah, which is almost a, a selfish no selfish idea. But it, it, we we put a pause to that. There's a story of Abraham Lincoln. I'm just going to go on a bit. Go of a ahead, train. no, go for it. Story, fable, legend, myth, whatever of Abraham Lincoln. He was riding in a carriage across a, a bridge, and there was a pig, mama pig, who was watching right. her piglets drown. He runs down, and saves the piglets, and somebody says, "What a great deed you did!" And he said, "No, it was selfish because I did it because yeah. otherwise I would have felt horrible." that I didn't do anything. Right. So the, almost this selfish intent. And if you give forgiveness without the ingredient of Christ, there's there's instead the intent to just relieve yourself of the pain and stress of the situation, which is what these guys on the radio were saying. Right. With Christ, it then becomes you're doing what you've been commanded to do you're doing what's expected of you, and you're doing it for God's glory, not for your own. And that's what this guy was doing was, I'm doing this for God's glory. I'm doing this because I care about you, and I, I want to see you do better. I want to see you have healing in your life. And so I think without Christ, that situation just does not have the punch that it needs. Right, right. You know? And I think, too... If, if we can relate this, everything you just said, if we can relate this to um, current trends, they would see that, like, this kid could not have acted on his own. Like, even Martin Luther King calling for nonviolence. And, and it's, and it, okay, before I continue with this conversation, I want everybody to know out there, you and I are not trying to exploit this. No. We think what this kid did was beautiful. <laughs> like, that takes a lot yeah, it does. to say that and mean it and break and want a hug and yeah. that's if, imagine noble imagine walking up to the murderer of your close family member bro the vast majority of christians wouldn't be able to handle that yeah. and and yeah you're right and and it's again the idea is this this young man took upon himself to go into a court system you know what the judge gave the lady it was a bible hmm. that's why wasn't that said you know what I mean? Because like, atheist organi- organizations right, well, would blow up on that. Good, good. Let's let's talk about the First <laughs> Amendment. That's what we're going to talk about on October twelfth. Did you know that the First Amendment was written against the government, not against the people? Yeah, practicing their religion, even as a judge. Tell me, uh, tell me. It's crazy. Judge, judge gives a Bible to a person about to go to jail. These organizations will say that's an endorsement of religion. Where in the First Amendment amendment does it say anything about? endorsement amen it only says about congress congress making law law. congress shall make no law done there was no law made thank you that's the purpose of the first amendment it was a movement of tradition yes movement of belief a movement of of system right the american foundational system would you walk into a Muslim country in the Middle East and tell them they better not hand a Quran to one of their 
criminals. Right. You wouldn't tell them that. You go, that's that's their that's culture. Their thing. That's it's their religion. Yep. That's what they do. Yep. Why are we not allowed to have a religious culture? Yeah. People's separation of church and state. Once again, yeah. Congress shall make no law. That's right. It's all There's about Congress here. No law being made. The Bill of Rights was written against the government making laws. Precisely. Against these specific rights God gave us. Okay. If, if Congress came through and said, we believe that we are going to write a law that says every judge needs to hand a Bible to a person that's been sentenced. Okay. okay. You have an argument. Uh, a huge argument. A huge argument. And I would be for you. You know yeah. why? Because if I get someone in there who's a Satanist, they would turn that law against itself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give the government any more authority. That's what this is about. I don't think, again, I don't think that the atheists that listen to us or whoever, a non-godly or a Democrat or even conservatives, you don't get why we're saying this. You think we want a theocracy. Quite the exact opposite. I want government out of this stuff. Yeah. So you could be free. Atheists, listen to me. I want you to be free. To be free. Right? So you mean you, you want me to sin? No, I don't want you to sin. You're going to have the choice to do what you do. Right? Yes. The only thing you can't do is violate the rights of another. So in that sense, I'm a libertarian, right? But let's take it a step further. I'm not for the killing of the innocent, right? I do believe in law, and we have borders because we're a nation. That's what this is, right? And you abide by the Constitution that we have. That's it, unless amended, which I even question a lot of the amendments that were passed after the 10th, right? So there's a lot of things that I question uh, constitutionally. Which one of these days, uh, and this we is, will talk about uh, it. Yeah. Well, and I I want to discuss that with you at some point because I was thinking about the amendment process was put in for as a, a way to move the Constitution forward through the ages. To to do what to to ensure that it it stays with the times so to speak okay i'm i'm not no let's I talk know. about it no this is good this is good stuff because they they put the amendment process in there for a reason yes so when the nation basically as a whole says we want this to be a part of our constitution they have that right and that outlet and so 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 let's look at the amendment process under this lens the the the, the declaration's lens what is the purpose of government to secure to, rights. To secure rights, to protect. Anything, any amendment after the 10th basically grew government's power. And I agree that's with you. That's where. I agree with you. Yes. Now, that's where I'm starting to say that's not what the Constitution was designed to do. It wasn't designed to give government power. That's not, that's not, that's, that wasn't its yeah. purpose. It was to set bounds against the federal government, not against the American people. Now, these, these amendments and these current amendments that we have have been used to berate the American people and businesses and force them and coerce them into doing what they want. Now, I'm not saying... Like I, I agree the, the the whole thing with the, in the sixties with the you know the civil rights act all these things obviously there's some things that need to happen and again I question uh, some of the motives that were used for a lot of these things yeah. I do agree that there was obviously segregation that should not should not have happened of course right and we needed government Which, intervention with that you know some of those but things. it was also government enforced at the beginning that's exactly right and that's I right that out to people of like you you talk about Jim Crow law Jim law Jim yeah, Crow right. law. That's right. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. A society or a culture turns turns its government, its government follows suit. So, yes, there was racism and everything that pushed for those laws to be enshrined. But guess what? 
then the government got involved and started enshrining those laws. That's right. Segregation, Jim Crow, all of that. Which and then violated... suddenly we had to have a civil rights movement to undo right. what the government shouldn't have been doing in right. the first place. Because that's what happens with government. Dangerous yeah. government, man. That's what it does. It's only power is force. And we pay for it, guys. Yeah. Like, literally, what was that thing? You know, uh, I, I read this, uh, this quote. Uh, I can't remember where I read it. It was on Twitter or something. Said basically, we can't round up 12 million illegal immigrants, go house to house, and try to round them up. But then when Beto said, we're going to take, H, yeah, we're going to take away your AR 15. So you're going to go house to house trying to find that. Yes. You know what I mean? That's crap. This, this is what I'm talking about. Beto just said today, too, this guy, this O'Rourke guy, I don't even know his name. And I don't even want to give him the time of day, but I'm going to say this. He said basically, government can only be trusted with guns, but in a nutshell. Which I, is did that you, not funny? Did you get my text that I sent you say earlier? It. Say <laughs> it. I, I said, isn't it funny that people who think Trump is Hitler and he's a dictator and he's about to put people in concentration camps are the same ones who don't want the Second Amendment? <laughs> you got to do that. <laughs> right? Like, mind blown. The, the, the same people. Who decide Trump is evil and about to rule the world and is true Nazi are the, the same, same ones people who who say cops are yes, bad and evil and are just out there shooting everybody are the same ones who don't want guns in the hands of the populace to protect themselves. Not just the populace, law-abiding majority citizens that are. I'm sorry, yeah. the majority citizens that are law-abiding. So, to go back to this original, the amendments weren't supposed to be written to enlarge the federal government's power. It was to make sure that the federal government would not infringe on the rights of the people. Yeah. That's all that was. And what they're doing now is, and if you notice, the, the, the last few amendments have had this, the, that uh, it, it, these shall be carried out by any means necessary through Congress. That's the second clause yep. of that. That's dangerous stuff. What does that mean? Right? Any means necessary. That yeah, is scary. Dude, it is scary. So like when we look at the amendments in that light, it's like we're not doing the original intent of the founders. People yeah. are like, that's old and antiquated. No, 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 no. I like my privacy. But government's been violating that. Yeah. No, no, I like my guns. Dude, and, and I'll have to put this article up. I just read that the DMV has been selling people's personal data. Isn't that to crazy? third-party companies, too. Prof, like, for-profit companies. LexisNexis was one of them. And basically what they do is data mine and then sell the data. DMV is selling your data, your Put personal up. information. Put it up. Yeah, I will. But let's talk about this, too, right? So let's go. Government agencies. We can only trust the government, right? Why is the government, and this came, this happened to us. We filed, uh, because we're, we're 501, we're not a church. So I, I don't agree with churches being 501s, but parachurch ministries, we obviously need a covering in, in the sense of being uh, a nonprofit to operate legally. So we filed as a 501. Followed the law. I have done self-evidence taxes since we started. I didn't yeah. even need to do the first couple of years because we weren't a 501 yet. And the reason why we weren't a 501 yet is because we were state recognized, but not federally because it takes over a year to do. So we and, were, and it kept getting pushed back. Kept too, getting pushed for back. Us getting our, you, you remember our ID? that? Yeah, yeah. And so I still filed our 990s at the end of the year. Still did it. Didn't have to, but I did. Right. This year I filed on time. I forgot to send a piece of the. T I just forgot. I, I yeah. didn't. I didn't yeah. read that part, and I, and I didn't spaced it. So they sent it back and saying, "Hey, we we noticed. Please describe for us why you like why you didn't attach." I plain blunt forgot. I'm sorry. I sent it back in. You know what they said to me? Because you didn't file on time. Now, notice that. I filed on time, right? But because I didn't file on time, they charged us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Check this out. A nonprofit can be held for extortion for taking money just because. 
But now they're going to take money from a nonprofit that's trying to go out and help kids. When I clearly, and I even put it in a nice letterhead, forgive me. It's my fault. I just, I didn't see it. I've been doing the taxes on my own for years. You haven't had complaints in the last ones. I did everything by the book, everything that I know that I was supposed to do. Still going to charge this nonprofit a lot of money. Big part of the budget. Yeah, a, a nice a nice handsome sum <laughs> yeah. of the budget, right? Because they said I was a certain amount of days late. I wasn't late. I just forgot that paper. That's all I forgot. And I sent it back in right away, yeah. remember? Remember yep. I scrambled? You, you helped me yep. with it. Your wife helped me with it. Scrambled to get it, get it out the door. You know why? Not because I'm afraid. I just want to do things the right way, right? That's all. And still, that's this is called extortion, guys. How come they can do it and you can't? Not that I would. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that to somebody. You know what I mean? I have to provide why donors donate and how much. I have to do that. But you don't have to tell me where your money's going? Funny. So we don't have to hold you accountable, but we have to hold ourselves accountable. I'm telling you guys, Thomas Jefferson said it best. Where the people fear the government, that's tyranny. Mm-hmm. And where government fears the people, that's liberty. Folks, we don't. Th- th- the government doesn't fear us. They don't fear us. I really think the only thing they fear us on are the amount of guns that are still in circulation in of the course. U.S. So that's, that's really the only thing so they notice, fear at this point. Notice, they got the, they're getting the minds of the kids in the schools. Not everybody, I have hope, because I travel a lot. But then they go for the moral structure. Freedom, liberty, do what you want. Let girls and guys restrooms, all these other things, right? Or vice versa. All these things. So just eroding value systems and all these things. Christianity needs to take a back seat, but if you were Muslim, if you were anything else, you're promoted almost in a sense, right? Then, trying to take away our guns. Why are they always going for the people? Why go through a TSA and get searched all the time? It's, you're, you're guilty till proven innocent. Oh, by the way, though, the same people that put up the TSA, but for $150, you can pay to go through it faster. Yeah. And Dude, they, that is extortion. And they have like a 95% fail rate when they're tested. Dude, so. <laughs> that is freaking but extortion. It's, it, it, I think it's it's a two-prong attack because I think there, a lot of it is subconscious. I really believe a lot of it is subconscious in a, a movement of gathering power mixed with a population who increasingly wants safety and security. So they, and you have a news 24-7 news system that feeds you massacre after massacre and scary moment after scary moment. So then the people go, we're not safe, we're not safe. And it's very easy for some politician to go, I'll make you safer. I'll We'll start an organization called the TSA. And they'll protect you because people took planes and hijacked them. We've got to now make you safer because this is a threat. And everybody goes, well, that's logical. That's reasonable. The problem is, once you start eroding your liberty, you're giving in to this sense of security and safety, but you're also giving in to being controlled. That's right. And you're giving in to somebody having power over you. Thank you for explaining that, dude. Right? Because a, a lot of people don't understand there's that that very dangerous tension yeah. between security and safety and liberty. Yeah. I, I use the example... I can make you very safe. I'll put you in a uh, 10 foot by 10 foot padded room and we'll give you three meals a day. You're safe. You can have cable TV. Yep. You can, I mean, everything will be paid for. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. You're safe. You are protected from cradle to grave. No problems whatsoever. You know what, what is going to happen? You're going to want freedom. You're going to want to step out and get away from that. There is something to 
a little bit of risk in life because it gives you agency. Wasn't it, it gives you freedom? Yeah, wasn't it Henry that said Patrick Henry that said, um, "I prefer dangerous liberty over peaceful slavery." Mm-hmm. Dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery, and 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 I want to talk about too. Like it's it's even it's even coming to our states, guys. And you know, some of you may think, "Oh, toll roads are good," but already our taxes pay for these roads. Yeah, and then we have to toll them. And if you're on that road and you don't pay the toll because you don't have a tag, and you like for me, it's happened many times when I go through New York. The, the Google Maps leads you right through tolls, and I keep yeah. forgetting to turn off. Well, if you <laughs> if you don't have a tag thing, they send it to your house. Yep. And because when you as soon as you get it, it's already got a late fee attached to it, so it was a $4 toll with a $50 yeah. tag on it. And do you remember, Carrie even took a picture of it and, and yeah. posted it on Facebook. There was some random Char- donation yeah. to some organization. I don't remember what the organization Dude. was, but you automatically took out my money to donate to an organization that I may or may not agree yeah. with. So they not, did it as I don't a, have the choice. <laughs> by the way, your toll isn't just going to us. It's going to the store. I don't care who it's going to. I don't want you to take my money. Yeah. That's mine. And, and I think that's, I think roadway systems are a perfect example. Now you can correct me if I'm wrong, Go but I see it as a perfect example of what general welfare is actually supposed to be about. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and, Feel free to disagree with me on this, I but, do. but, but it's, it's the idea of this is something that everybody needs and uses. So something that it, it it's not something that you pay into. You know what I mean? Like where people actually will, people, we do well, we <laughs> through our, taxes every our taxes year. pay in. Yes. But what I'm talking about is like it's different from something like healthcare. You know what I mean? Right. But what I'm saying, here's here's why I disagree with you in this respect. Yes, it is part of general welfare. Yes, I would give my taxes to build roads. That's actually legal. You're supposed to do that, right? But to add an extra toll, it's not No, my- I, I, I agree with you on the tolls. Right. I'm just saying roads in general. Oh, yeah. Roads I, in general, I, I yes. I disagree with tolls. I'm I just agree with you on the, roll, road, on the road, roads, roads in general. Roads, the bridges. That's what general welfare is supposed to be about. Yes. It's it's, it's to, to make sure that the states are free and liberated. That's the whole purpose of the general welfare clause, yeah. right? And to have roads and all these things. That's constitutional. I understand because we all use them, right? I don't mind paying it when I was in Minnesota, extra taxes for those big plows to come. I'm cool with that. I don't want to go out there and plow my road. We all need it. Right. Totally down for that. This is what the issue is. You know why they have toll roads? Because we need more money to fix our roads. No, no. You mismanaged. Yeah. I can promise you, you mismanaged those funds. So (laughs) my buddy from Michigan called me and he said, hey, they raised our taxes in our city to build a playground. It's going to take two years. I'm like, cool. So are they going to stop taxing you after those two years? Yes. No. I said, so what's that money going to go to? So do you think that was an excuse to get more tax? Heck yeah, it was an excuse to get more taxes out there, of here. And in Michigan, the, That's extortion. the governor who won, her whole campaign was fixing the roads. Come on. Everybody for decades. De- De- That's all they campaign on. Fixing the roads. And dude, fixing the roads. They have not stopped raising taxes to fix those roads. When's no. enough enough? They were they were actually, I don't remember, a huge gas tax increase too in order to do it. Which that's how they always go is okay, we're gonna just raise gas tax. That nails everybody. That nails the economy. That nails everything. And I guarantee you those roads will not be any better five years down the road. Right. You know, California is a dollar more than we are. Yeah. Easy in gas, right? Yeah. And here's here's this, uh, you know, and I kind of want to bring this up, too, because we, we talked about it uh, when we first started the podcast a few days ago. This uh, Sean Foyt, he's running for Congress. He's a Christian guy uh, out of California, which is really cool. Um, we support him. I mean, especially we want Christians to, 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 to be 
a part of Congress. Matter of fact, it was John Jay, our first Supreme Court justice, who started the first American Bible Society, by the way. A, a Supreme Court judge started the American Bible Society, y'all. Think about that. He said, Providence, God, has given to our people the choice of their rulers. It is our duty, as well as the privilege and interest of a Christian nation, to select them for Christians for those things. Cool. He said this. New polls show 75% of conservatives in California are considering leaving due to high taxes and insane political culture. Insane? Understatement. <laughs> so he says this. This is his tweet. This is, uh, I, what day was this? October 3rd. He said, so why did we choose to run in arguably the most difficult state in America? Because we believe the people have had enough. Amen. Yeah. That's it. Now, let's talk about this. Because you yeah. and, I, and, and I, and I feel bad because I always kind of bring out the other side. Like, not, not devil's advocate, just cautions, warnings, right? Yeah, we tend to critique. And, and critique isn't bad in the sense that we're trying to make this do better because, like, I want him to win. Yeah. I do. I believe his heart's right. I believe, dude, no idiot would get involved in politics to fix a nation if your heart wasn't somewhat benevolent. So, you know, the, the Nancy Pelosi's and all these things, yeah, they may have done. But I believe when they first started, yeah, like, they wanted to do this. And, of course, bribery can get in there and all these things. And I don't know. I don't know people's situations. And I only judge people by their policies and their actions, right? I don't know their intents. I don't know, you know, how far they've dug into this stuff. I don't know if Nancy tripped up one time and she got caught on camera and now she's being extorted. I don't know, dude. Crap happens but, like that in governments all the time. But I think for the most part, you're right, that they see a problem, they see a need, and they think, okay, yeah. how can I fix this? I think there's plenty of them that there's also this part of, I want power, I want admiration, I want fame, or whatever. I believe know? the new ones, the yeah, alien Omars yeah, and the AOCs, well, they're, I, they're blunt about it, dude. I, I think they've, they've also got this ideological passion to them, too. You know what I mean? Like they Okay, I'll, I'll I, give I you think, that. I think AOC especially, like she... She believes in socialism. Right. So but, she wants to tear it all down to build socialism. But she knows as well as we all do, dude. She knows as well as we all do, right, that her ideas are unrealistic at best, right? So that's the problem. Her ideas are so unrealistic at best that it doesn't even make sense that she puts down these, uh, these you know, the, the Green New Deal and all these things. So that's why I'm saying I think the motives are different on this one. Not because... Of, of, you know, maybe she wants to help the, the people of New York and the people of the nation and, right, she wants to help people all over the... But when you do that, you actually at least have some kind of a plan, I think. You have something that you can you, you can kind of gum for. I mean, she had the Green New Deal. It was five pages. How but many more pages do you want? Right. No, no. Cool. It was only five pages. But she knew as well as anybody, as well as anybody, that that was unrealistic. Like oh, yeah. raising taxes and getting rid of fuel, fuel, uh, fuel cars and... What are you crazy? Well, at least I did something. No, that was stupid. That doesn't mean <laughs> I'm not calling her stupid. I'm saying what she did was stupid. That's I'm, I'm she's probably pretty intelligent. I don't know. I've never met her before, right? So sometimes when she talks, I mean, it's like okay, you can hold your own, but she ain't no Tulsi Gabbard. No, she. I mean, dude, I would. We said this before. That woman, I would be tempted. a little twist. That that girl yeah. would be conservative in a second. I believe she's got principles. I believe she's running for the good of the nation. And, I do believe that. And we that's may not exactly agree. why she won't win the Democrat primary. I know because she doesn't <laughs> fall in line with their with their no, agendas, right? No. I believe she would. And and to be honest with you, I'd be like, that's cool. I, I can see what you know. Yeah. Not, I don't agree with everything, but dude, I didn't agree with any everything with Trump. You know what I mean? I didn't agree with everything he did or said, or still don't agree with everything he does. I don't. I don't agree with everything. But best pick for the nation was that dude. As, as far as policies. Uh, you know, the, 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 the pro-life agenda, all these things, I agree, right? 
What else I find funny too about President Trump? They they stopped funding overseas abortions. Did you see that recently? It was something yeah, about overseas abortions. Yeah. How come we could do that all over the world but not here? Yeah. Interesting. It's huh? our country, man. Our country, right? I don't understand. So back to Sean. Yes. Which go and, ahead. And Sorry. I, I want to kind of intro this because I want to play his his campaign. Oh, video. yeah, 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 yeah. Um so Sorry. he he had a campaign video and there are some strengths to it and, and some weaknesses, and we want to point out both. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that campaign video, and then we're going to talk about it. So right. grab your popcorn. Get ready. I like this. Go. What is happening to the identity of America? Police in riot gear facing off. We're seeing violent demonstrations. Five officers were killed. Our leaders are running it into the ground with their liberal ethics and political agendas. 44% would prefer to live under a socialist system. I'm the boss. That's How about right. that? It is called the beast or the train of death. Well, guess what? First thing I do is going to repeal this Trump tax cut. Family values are being eroded. The unborn are sacrificed. Morals are low and taxes are high. Our leaders in Congress have failed us time and time again. America is not just a country. It's a legacy built on a foundation of hope and truth, a beacon to the world. Millions want to come here. Even more wish they could be like us. If we lose our identity, how will the world learn from our greatness? Is there any hope? Can we trust anyone? We need a new generation of leaders, leaders who don't seek a career, but are willing to sacrifice their careers to fight for what is right. Leaders like Sean Foyt, Sean doesn't look like the average politician because he's not. A man of faith, a man of mission, a man of character and integrity. Not driven by ego, but purpose. A man who knows what feeding the hungry, protecting the vulnerable, and fighting for one's beliefs is all about. A man with a guitar and a purpose. A father with a loving heart. A leader with track record. Sean is taking a stand, a stand millions like you and I need to take if we are determined to better the future for our children and grandchildren. He is known and loved by millions for his music and missions. Now, he is willing to sacrifice his calling for a greater one, to restore the identity, values, and morals of this great nation. How do I know this? I'm his wife and the mother of his four children. As a family, we are committed to this race, for us, our children, and our future. I'm not going to sit back and watch and wait. It's time for my generation to step forward and join the fight for America. Stand with me and let's take action and become the solution. I'm Sean Foyt and I'm running for Congress. So, what do you think? Wonderful video, right? right? Totally right. I agree with him 100%. There's a lot of crap going on in Washington. What did he say? Uh, a lack of morals and too many taxes. That's why he's running, basically. <laughs> which, which he's right. Everybody agrees. Right? He agrees. And I'm sure a lot of liberals agree there's a lot of taxes that are going to useless things. You know what I mean? I find it funny. They've taxed the state to death, right? But they have a water problem. They have yeah, <laughs> all these problems, right? Homeless problems. And, you know, those same people are the ones on the front lines always saying that America's bad when you can't even fix your own state. Hey, it is what it is, right? And that's my opinion. That's just my opinion, right? You could disagree with me. That's cool. You can disagree with me. But... There's only one thing that I think that I just didn't hear. And I actually said this in Texas when two candidates were running, announced they're running for, for the same thing, Congress. Yep. They had great speeches, man. 
And I believe those conservative dudes in Texas and this woman that was running, she was she was principal. She she really wanted to. She stood on the Second Amendment, all these things. Not one time did any of them, including Sean, mention the Constitution. That is the only caution I have is the purpose of government is to abide by its law. That's it. You know, I don't want you to fix the roads. I don't want you to heal divides. The church does that. Government doesn't have benevolence. You know what I mean? So that would be the only... Look, can we say this, you and I? We want to promote this dude. Absolutely. I agree he should run. But we need to get a constitution in his hands, a pocket, and a, and a course, and something that he can grab onto and say, oh, this is it. And and here's why. A lot of times, and, and people rightfully so, I was reading an article on Red State about this guy. And the whole article... Now, the journalist who is writing the article has made a career out of going after Christians and going after Christians and politics and all that. So I understand the slant that it's coming from. But his whole article about Sean was basically, here's this Christian that wants dominion over the government. So an idea of a theocracy. And that's why you and I are pointing this out, is all we're saying is, look— Absolutely, we agree with you that the society and the culture needs to change, that morals need to be invested back into our nation. We agree with you. We agree that the light of Christ should shine brightly in this nation. The problem is, if we don't say, but we are held to the Constitution as our framework, then people very quickly make the connection, oh, you want to be a politician, you want to put Christianity back in center place, you want a theocracy. You want to start ruling like the moral right in the 80s. That's a problem. And if you do want to do that, then we need to have a discussion. Because the Constitution is supposed to be the government framework. Get the people to become Christian. Get the people to become spiritually respectful. Exactly. Then the government will become healthy again. And Go ahead. and that's exactly why we're bringing up the Constitution is because if you don't have that framework, it very quickly and very easily gets dangerous. Where we would point the fingers at somebody who's Muslim getting into a government body. Look, look at Ilhan Omar. People look at her on the right and they say she she wants Sharia law. She she wants to put Islam front and center in the government. She she believes this is good. Well, you have a problem with that, right? Why? Because you don't want that theocracy ruling over you. There are plenty of people who That's don't right. want Christian theocracy ruling over them, and I agree with That's them. what I'm talking about, dude. Yeah. It's like, I agree that we don't need uh, the- theocrats running, and that God should be like, the, like men should say they have this divine revelation from God to run government. Congress shall make no law. Thank you. That, so they knew the dangers of that happening because they just left a nation or a system Thank that did you. that. Thank you. So they knew. Holy smokes. This this guy thinks he's the Pope. And guess what he started doing? Stacking courts. He started uh, trying people overseas. So you couldn't even see your family. It wasn't a speedy trial. It was in some, some cases, guys would be in jail for years. All yeah. these things. That's what scares us the most is and, we're coming into this kind of thing again. And when somebody says they have the authority from God, ooh, who can deny that? Yeah. Like when someone says, man, I heard God say, okay, you know, it's like, that's a pretty lofty thing yeah. to say. 
And and I'm really glad you brought up what the founding fathers and the colonies were trying to escape. They were trying to escape a theocracy. 100%. Because the, the whole lineage of the king, the idea was they are put there in authority by God. They are God's chosen line to yep. be in that kingship. And it was Locke who really tore that apart completely and said, this is not true. So we want a theocracy? No. We want the opposite. Because right. we know the danger of somebody being in a okay. political authority so, so, who so, says they are placed there so by God. Let's take this a step further then. What we really want is liberty. Yes. A Free mo- will. A moral people that could keep its own law. Free will. That's it. Our constitution was only made for a moral religious people. Notice, people, not government. Yeah. Dude, they knew what they were saying. And um, I was... On Tuesday night, I was teaching the men's uh, study, and I was talking about King Saul. I heard Saul. that went well, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and when God talks to the people about Saul, he tells them, look, as you go, so will your king. Ooh. You follow my rules. You follow my commands. You're obedient to er- me. Everything will be good. You, you'll be good. But notice he put the people first and said the king will follow. Right. And that's how it is. Look, just what I said earlier. Your government will follow you. It's We look at the government and we go, they're so corrupt and wicked. and They are just a mirror of who we are. Right. Because we elect them and put them in power. You want to know why Trump offends everybody? Because Trump is the mirror for who we are as a nation towards each other. 100%. 100%. And, and if you try to tell me that the media is respectful and kind and and understanding of who Trump is and who the right is and who conservatives are, you're crazy. Because for years, conservatives have been getting nailed and lambasted by the media. And you know what happened? They saw Trump, who put a middle finger to the media, and they finally said, I like this guy. He's willing to stand up against the media. And conservatives are applauding it. And pretty much ran on that. Like, yeah, to heck did. with everybody. We can do this ourselves. Yeah, like, screw you guys. Not the best campaign. I mean, like, to, to run on almost nothing, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that was pretty good. Like, but isn't that, but again, how easily we are swayed by words. Yeah. Someone has the guts to stand up. So it took guts. So he could do it and you couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's scary to me. Like, if and he can do it, right? And he's 70 something, you can't? Yeah. And and our fighting is becoming more and more disrespectful and lowbrow, and it's it, that's like I said, our government <laughs> is a mirror of who we are as a people, exactly. and we can't we can't allow that anymore. We can't do that anymore. We've got to change ourselves and and put ourselves into a different light. Now, this is why I think you know as as we end this out, this is why I think Sean is so important. Because he what a sees crazy the podcast. We weren't supposed I to know, talk about I, half the stuff. <laughs> but go ahead, dude. Because you brought up some really, dude. I applaud you. You brought up a lot of really good points for even me to ponder. Because you know, one thing I love about hold your thought. Yeah. One thing I love about us is we don't always agree. No. And and that's liberty. We shouldn't always agree. Do we agree on many things? Of course, we're both conservative and Christian. Uh, I believe patriots yeah. and constitutionalists. But there's going to be differences of how much liberty is too much liberty and how much, you know, government yeah. is necessary. So go ahead. And, the, and that's usually where we, where we end up 
we disagree in the nuances sometimes, which is fun yeah, because I, I like having you weigh those questions and yeah. go, no, I don't see it this way we'll, because. We'll get Paul know. back with us to do a trio, yeah. and he disagrees with us sometimes. Because he and I, he, <laughs> you were watching that that Facebook thread. conversation thread, thread yeah. that we were having about. Um, the debt. The debt, the deficit, what are representatives actually supposed to be doing in government? Can we sell federal lands or not? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which was a great conversation. It was. I, I it was. And he's he's more on the libertarian side than we are. He, dude, he is far libertarian. Yeah, and yeah. More, more power to him. I love the thoughts the that he brings. Yeah, yeah, very good insight. So back to Sean. Yes. So Sean sees the problem, and I applaud him for it. And Sean is saying, look, somebody has to stand up. I applaud him for it. He's right. He is. 100% There's right. a problem. All of us see and it. And we support him. The, the issue is, what's the solution? And we agree. Look, Sean, we agree with the solutions you're putting forth as it pertains to the people. We just want you to have the correct solution for the government. That's right. Because if you try to plug in that solution into the wrong problem, it'll fail. You know what I mean? It almost would have been better for him to run for state Senate yeah. Congress. Yeah, I think instead so. Instead of federal? Yes. Because if you're really talking about California, well, then shoot. You know, why don't you fix there? Like, yeah. Fix that government, man. You know, all that spending, dude. You know? So, I mean, I don't know. Like, we... we I First off, everything he does aside, he's got a cool nonprofit. He's been helping, yeah. uh, you know, kids and all these things. That's not... that None of that is, is in question, man. We know, is obviously, the integrity's there. You don't run when you don't have integrity because you're going to get lambasted as a Christian. Trust me. Yep. Uh, and and so he's obviously got the integrity and the for the, the the wherewithal to do this. All we're saying is, man, make sure the government's limited. Make sure that there's less government than more government. Don't grow it to get your 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 way your way your, your beliefs. Yeah. yeah. And so. and that was something that you and I had been talking about with him was. What is how is he going to use government? Is he going to use it as a vehicle to start expanding programs, social and, programs, and social programs, and yeah. from a Christian point of view? Because we've talked about the danger of creating a socialist Christianity. That's right. Yeah. So we're just pointing out. Look, dude, we love what you stand for. Just give us more information. Tell us the things that are correct. Don't just say, well, we're all Christians, so let's start throwing everybody's money at the problems. Exactly. I see, you know? Exactly. No, man. And so, again, guys, we love that you tune in. This went way different than what we <laughs> totally thought. We, we didn't even plan on talking about <laughs> half the stuff we did. But that's what I love is, like, we can just off the cuff things that are in yeah. our hearts, bring Constitution and Bible to it, and, and make sure that we're talking from a Christian perspective. And the word's clear, man. Study and show yourself approved to God. Workmen that needeth not to be ashamed, like, rightly dividing the word of truth. All we're here to do is that we don't we don't have anything else to stand on except that, you know, yeah. and and we want to make the Bible applicable to you and, and to make it known to you. Right. We're not just standing because we're Christian. We're hopefully standing and you guys see that we're doing this because of its godliness. And like we just want the Lord to be the, the ruler of us. The government just needs to make sure that I have the freedom to do that. Just protect yep. it and secure it. That's all. Yep. Right. So. Guys, if you like this video, please like, subscribe, and share the crap out of it. You know why? Because it gets us to more people. The message needs to get out to more people. And if you know any other people who are constitutional, who are godly, or love America, mm -hmm. even if they're not uh, on the side of God, like and stuff, you know, subscribe to their stuff too and share them. You know, we've got a bunch of people out there that really, really uh, need support. And a lot of them are small. And, you know, we don't want to go on Fox. We don't want none yeah. of that stuff. Don't we care. really, yeah, we like where we're at and, and feeding the people as best we can. So, again, guys, 
tune in. Uh, was it next week? Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna be our podcast fifty two, which is the year podcast. We'll do exciting. a celebration somehow. Yeah, a little, for it. you know. <laughs> hopefully, maybe have a new studio by then or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens, yeah. right? But uh, God bless you guys again. Thank you. Go on theselfevidenttruth.com if you want to help us with more. There's some more information going on. Again, don't miss out on the October 12th event coming up. Also, Mike will be in uh, Ohio at the end of October. Um, go ahead. No, That's it? Okay, yep. cool. Uh, we love you guys so much. Thank you again for all your prayers and support. God bless you. We love you. See you next week. Love you guys.